Oh, with his teeth. Oh, nice. dirty bastard. I'll leave something at uni. Everyone's oh, well. not listening. <laughs> Scooby's on the old Copperbergs. Non-alcoholic ones, by the way, for all my uh, listeners. Um, so you get these in three flavours. Strawberry and kiwi, mixed fruit and peach. And, and struggle to find which one's better. Ooh. They're all... Oh, I'm selling these. Every time you have one cold, it's like, ooh, that's better than the last one. You're selling these. I'm not on commission. Yeah. I still have a good pair side of it back in the day. Mm. I've tried a few different ones, but yeah. these cockpits are the best. Yeah, just that, that sugary though, aren't they? It's, well, you're trying to think about that when you've got a nice cold one. If, no. I, had, if I had one of them right now, I'd be gurning my face off in bed. You know, I busted out the other day, St. Paddy's Day. Usually I'm out and about, so I had to pour myself a nice cool Guinness. I just sat there in my living room, like, thought I'd just have the one. Forget how nice it is. Okay, so I want to ask you because Beautiful. obviously I, I don't drink and um, I like sweet spots. Do you know when people drink beer? Like when I have a drink, I love it ice cold, like ice cubes. If I'm mm. coke fan, yeah. whatever. Yeah. When you drink beer, do you not want it? Can, like, can you put ice in to make it like, ice cold? <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't know. Could you? Well, you could, but you'd be, is, is that weird? It'd be weird. So yeah. Like you're weird. Yeah. So it's not normal. Yeah. So if someone walked in and said, "Can I have a pint of fucking prony, but no ice?" You got fucking. Can I have a prony on the rocks? <laughs> but what I'm saying is. Is it, how would you get it ice cold? Because I don't think I'd enjoy a drink unless it was ice cold. You don't do the cold the fucking, taps on. Point the fucking fridge, mate. Mm. Yeah, I mean, just drinking it over. Most pubs now have like yeah, cold, cold taps. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, beer, like proper ales and stuff, you're supposed to drink at room temperature, aren't you? Yeah, ale's warm, isn't You it? get some beers that advertise as being extra cold, yeah, so how yeah, do you yeah. get them extra cold? Like cools and. It's the tap cools it down. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> Are we getting on with the show? Here we are, 1995. Welcome back. This is the first one in how long? Months. Months and months, months. and months and months. First time we're together. Back in the studio, social distancing. Yeah. Face masks. Face masks on. Yeah. yeah. You'll have to just trust us on all this information. <laughs> yeah, well, here we are, back with 1995. What a year for film. Yeah. What a year. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I was talking to Rob on the way in, and I said, obviously, you know, I do my section where I tick through films that I'd be watching. I have left out loads because, if anything, there's too many films this year. So when I go through them, there'll be loads you're thinking, I've missed this, I've missed this. And I am I have kind of missed them on purpose because there is just too many. There's yeah. loads of honourable mentions. If I wanted to mention honourable mentions, it would be here all day. But yeah. I've just kind of picked like a top, I've, top ones. I did, I did some research for this episode. Really? Three months ago. So I can't wait to be reminded what films were out Can in we safely say out of all the years we've done so far, it's the best year for films so far? Mm. Wait a minute, we were just talking about how great he was. Like, yeah, to, to like... say it's the best. It's a, so great, far, it's a good year. So far. I don't know. 1994 takes some beating. Let me have a look at the top tens again. Nah, it's not. Nowhere near. No. Your top grossing film this year, 366 million. Last year, 1994, The Lion King did 760 yeah. well, I'm talking about like, favourites. Like, nah. like, personal. It's all about like, personal. Bad team. boys, come on. Casino. Bad boys. These are films that people are yeah, watching yeah, again yeah. and again and again. Well, I, do you know what I noticed this year when I was doing this, when I was going through these notes? Uh, the thing that got me with the films, what was jumping out at me, 
these are the years now, like we said before, these films come out and then they're in the cinema. Obviously, the adult films, so we want to see them when we were younger in the cinema. Yeah. But it takes a couple of years for it to come out on DVD and that. So this year now, we're, what, 11, 10, 11 years old? Yeah. So after a couple more years, these are films that we're watching when we're 13, 14, 15. Yeah. And that's when you start watching films again, don't you? You can afford to get your own DVDs. You've probably all got a part-time job. I know I was working yeah. part-time yeah. then. So this is when you start buying stuff, going and renting films, yeah. getting movie posters. So these are the films now that we start watching again and again. And the thing that jumped out on me, these are films that I was like, what can I remember watching that? Or I remember watching that. Yeah. And even the film I'm talking about, Heat, one of the first things I remember, I can remember having the box, right? Because it was on VHS, obviously, yeah. nearly three hours long. It was one of the first videos I ever bought it come onto two videos. It was that long. Yeah. You know, it's mm. not like having a Blu-ray or DVD yeah, now yeah, or stream yeah. or something. Mm. Yeah. I can just remember sitting there, the big blue box, Heat, and I was like, fucking yeah. film. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. But yeah. Should, so, we, should we start with some nostalgia? Yeah, it's going to be what we got. Well, <laughs> you're going straight over to Clarky. Yeah, I can't believe you didn't write down any sport. I've got one sport thing down yeah. that you'll remember. Obviously, if you're talking talk Premier League, Blackburn won the Premier League. One thing that jumped out was, was sport. This was the year the Eric Cantona karate kick into the crowd. Yeah. yeah. And like, can you remember that happening? Yeah. yeah. Like, how mad it was. One of my earliest, sometimes I get asked as a, as a Liverpool supporter, what's your earliest memory? One of my earliest memories is, and I think he was around 95 where we played United in the FA Cup final and we actually lost 1-0 to a Cantona goal. Mm. And I remember because we were wearing these green and white mm. horrible uh, shirts. I'm sure that was 95. Do you think... Uh, well, I, think I don't know. I, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure when I was looking at the research, I think Everton won, didn't they? Yeah, FA Cup. It might have been. It was definitely a cup. Everton won something at Wembley. Mm. I know they did. 95, 96. Yeah. You, it could be 94, 95 that you're thinking of, and I'm thinking yeah, 95, 96. Yeah. Like do, do you think, um, oh, I'm going to backtrack here, I was going to say, do you think like Eric Cantona was the reason you had so many people supporting Man United growing up? But I suppose they were just winning everything, weren't they? They were winning everything, yeah. weren't they? Yeah. Most of my mates who are a similar age to me, the, the reason why they support United now is because as they were growing up, United were winning everything. Yeah. 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 They are the original Glory Hunters. Sorry if there's any United fans that's been Sorry if there's any Glory Hunters that are offended yeah, by sorry, but... Have you done any music notes? I've done, yeah, a lot of it. Because I've got a bit of music trivia as well from that I'm, year. I'm not really doing any trivia. I've just got um, the bands that sort of stand out to me at the uh, Reading So Festival. have you said anything about uh, Robbie Williams? Oh, this talk about him. Yeah, well, this is the year he left Take That and they all broke up. Mm. It was the, massive. It was the year... That you ripped off all the posters on your wall, yeah. and you were crying. You rang that and you Samaritan's were, you pulled helpline. Out for tea, and you were saying, "No, I don't want no tea. I just want to stay in my bedroom." And think and about what Robbie's done. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Can, can you remember that though? I can remember it was one of, like, making big news about. Was them. that was that big news because we're from, from we're from? No, it was big news Robert's all over the town. globe. Man. Like known. say the Samaritans had to set up a special helpline because people were distraught. And when has anything like that happened again? In, in is that what you did? He split up? Yeah, 95. Wasn't he later than that? He, he left in 95 and then they broke up. Well, according to what I read earlier. I might be wrong. Uh, what else have we got? Fred West hung himself. There's low attire. Oh, again, reading it, it's so depressing. When you read these things on the internet, when you're a bit like a year in, say, what happened that year, there's that many plane crashes, bombings, killing, murders. Suicides. Suicides. Yeah. It's, it's mad. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, Fred West hung himself. Brilliant. Uh this one I wrote down because I can remember doing this in school so if this rings a bell like when we were in geography uh, the Kobe earthquake in Japan 
Yeah. 6.9 magnitude, $200 billion worth of damage and six and a half thousand dead. I can remember sitting in geography and doing that. We had to do case studies, didn't we, on it? Mm, The Kobe earthquake. That just rang a bell with me, so I wrote that down. Uh, The Oklahoma bombing was that year, 168 dead. Uh, Christopher Reeve fell off a horse. Paralyzed. Holy shit! Yeah, I that, that yeah, that was yeah. 1995. Because as I, a kid, I couldn't believe it. Because I, I always thought he was Superman. Yeah, yeah. people he actually was yeah. Superman. Yeah, because that's what you believed. You didn't yeah. think Christopher. You thought Superman. Yeah, yeah I was mm. Superman. It hurt himself. Yeah, it was uh, crazy. OJ Simpson found not guilty of uh, multiple mm. murders. Uh, big one. Obviously, it's in the title, but you'll think about it. You want to say it? Windows 95 released. Mm. Now all computers Windows 95 yeah. banging out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, PlayStation released in the US and Europe. Obviously, last on the last one, nine ninety four, we said it come out in Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's come out yeah. in the uh, Europe and the US game this year. Game Absolute changer. Game changer. Literally, literally. Yeah, <laughs> no, pun in, no pun intended. Uh, eBay was founded. Wow. That year, and I believe it's still doing well. What was it's the first item it? ever sold on eBay? Oh, do you know what? Was it something a bit peculiar? I had that on a bit of trivia once. I can't remember what it fucking it's was. Stupid. A broken laser pointer. I knew something broken, but I didn't yeah. want to. I didn't want to outstretch that. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously I had a look. At most most popular toys always have a look at that. What do you think most popular toy in nineteen ninety five? Nineteen ninety five. Tamagotchi. Well, I say this every year. The, the one, the one I, I, you're going to get your eye on Tamagotchi now. <laughs> the one I usually say it, it, was, it, it was the last time we did this one, wasn't it? Um, I'm going to say influenced by Scooby's answer, the Game Boy. Incorrect. Pogs. Pogs, oh. Pogs were fucking I still never massive. knew what, what you're supposed to do with them till this day, but I used to collect them. Well, I say, the one thing I couldn't remember, and I thought it was called the Smasher, but then after the look, it's called the Slammer. Remember when you used to get the big, thicker ones? And the idea was yeah. you piled them all up, because obviously had a heads and a tail size, didn't they? And you're supposed to hit them with the Slammer, and then whichever ones flip over, you keep. So you play against people. Bro, so I, I was the same as you, like, I never used to play it. I used to collect them collect, for the yeah. designs. There used to be Looney Tunes ones. There used to be Looney Tunes, used to be Walkers ones, there used to be. Uh, film Anything. ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. there used to be ones with obviously the pod couch ones, some like hairy. Did they sell little slits in so you could like interlock They were Tazos, were they? Tazos. Tazos. Yeah. Were they a bit of a rip off from Pogs? Yeah, yeah. let's get them in Walker's Crisps. But I then remember the, Looney, everyone was mad over the Looney Tunes ones. Yeah. I bet they were Tazos. They were Tazos. Yeah, but, they were well, Tazos. They, they did have they did have a Disney characters on Pog. They had everything, but then they had loads of ones with like different skull designs. There was just, there was. I went on, on and had a loop today, like all the different stuff, and they all come flooding back to me. And like one of the main slammers, they had this like gold one with this like flower design, which was like a limited edition one. Mm-hmm. There, there was loads, and they were worth fucking tons, weren't they? Yeah, but that was good. Speaking about like crisps, um, do you remember when you had like money and crisps in a little blue, yeah, blue yeah. envelope? Winning a fiver. Yeah. <laughs> yes, five yes. Yeah. I'd um, Cadbury's did something different, similar where you could win like, um, <clears throat> like prizes like more chocolate but it was that easy to win yeah. you'd yeah. go get a Cadbury's and open it and you're like oh free chocolate bar yeah, yeah. it was amazing they were, those were the days they probably wouldn't do that anymore because someone would choke on it and sue them wouldn't they that's yeah. plus you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. well there'd be a thing about encouraging unhealthy eating yeah yeah you know, yeah trying to put fives and Chris and making kids fat you have to give it like free apple or something <laughs> but, yeah. but the free apple phone probably these days you don't, <laughs> don't <laughs> sue us he is an apple yeah. you'd always find it, like every single person found a fire in a pack of Chris and every single person um, mm. got some free chocolate from Cadbury's yeah they were the days yeah and uh, then I'd like what you think was the best selling car for 1995 I don't know cars um, I'm going to say oh hello I'm going to say um, a BMW. I don't know cars at all. I'm going to say something like yeah. a, a Ford Cortina just strapped in the dark. 
you are going way back. <laughs> Paul Cortina. Is it, welcome to 1975. Ford Escort. Ford Escort. Correct. No way. Ford. What a guess. Ford was the best-selling car night wow. by miles. The top three selling cars that year was what the Ford Escort, the Ford Fiesta, and then the Ford Mondeo. Ford absolutely smashed it yeah. in what 1995. And there you go. Well done, Scooby. Well done, Scoobs. It's worth not doing trivia just so you can sit there fucking yeah. guessing, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's like the quiz for Scooby, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I was going to say Ford Escort and Tamagotchi, one of them two. <laughs> it just say it every year. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to say anything else because I was thinking it was boring. Yeah, yeah um, I'm just going to keep it quick. Um, I've looked at the, the Reading lineup for that year, um, see what sort of bands stand out on stage. Uh, Green Day, obviously yeah. they, they went mainstream that year. They had a great album. Uh, Howl. Which what? Is, which is? You, you mentioned a hole in Scooby Wing. So <laughs> straight away, what? <laughs> who's who's hole? Where, where is this hole? Who are they? Who are they? Um, Courtney Love's band. You know, Courtney Love, the girlfriend yeah, 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 yeah. of Kate Cobain. Yeah. Uh, Foo Fighters, but they weren't on the main stage. So I think um, I, I I quite like early Foo Fighters, but I think um, obviously like Dave Grohl, it was in Nirvana before. So mm. no matter what, it was going to bring out Foo Fighters. It was going to do quite mm. well. Um, Paul Weller was on the main stage um, guy from The Jam uh, Bjork remember Bjork yeah quite Shh. do I remember the name Shh. and <laughs> oh so still Shh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Soundgarden like an, another sort of grungy grungy type band because I suppose Foo Fighters in the early years were very very grungy loads of punky bands like No Effects and Pennywise which probably means, means nothing to you too correct yeah. <laughs> but yeah like, there's a lot of bands here I've not, not really never heard of like China Drum Skunk Annecy Little Axe yeah and here he is Smashing Pumpkins they're, they're pretty good but yeah not not really a, a festival to go to no like, there's not been any no. bands there I'd be like yeah they, they'll be mint I'm not inventing the time machine to go back and watch that I'm not no, no. it's a bit of a boring lineup to be honest like, the poster's even a bit boring it's black and white looks like um, like an old western poster I don't mm. think it's even meant to look like that. I just think they're, they're a bit limited in fonts in 1995. <laughs> yeah. Well, Windows 95 had only just come out. Yeah. You know, so. Weird art. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get the weird art up. Um, I, I tried to look at TV trivia, but it just like, kept coming up with EastEnders stuff. Mm. I think EastEnders had a good year in 1995. I remember, like, the, the sort of two main soaps. Uh, with like Coronation Street and EastEnders, and you watch Coronation Street, it was quite bubbly and upbeat. And well, what was... Brookie? That was all right. And then Brookside was amazing. Brookside yeah. is the best uh, soap, British soap of all time. I love you, Ricky Tomlinson. Is like mm. one of my all-time favorite. I've never been a soapy kind of guy. No, I, I hate soaps, but Brookside was quite dark. We used to have like yeah. some really sort of dodgy storylines, yeah, yeah, like yeah. incest and people buried under patios. Yeah. It was, yeah, amazing. Channel 4, isn't it? Yeah. Risque. Risque, Risque, even back in the day. Yeah. They love it. Euro Trash used to come on Channel 4. <laughs> we get through one, one podcast without you mentioning Euro Trash. <laughs> Anthony Dickens, whatever his name was. <laughs> uh, well, um, that's the nostalgia. We hope we've taken you back a little bit there. Uh, let's go on to the film. You know what would have took me back? What? Talking a bit about sports, but never mind. Mm, yeah. Cheers, Scooby. Maybe next time we'll do a, 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 a double a double header. <laughs> Uh, so we'll yes, go. we're going to films and we'll start with the highest grossing. Shall we go? Top 10, reverse order. Yeah. So number 10 was Jumanji. 
Holy shit. Which yeah, is a brilliant film. 262.7 mil. Uh, number nine, Waterworld. Oh, now, I don't think yeah. Waterworld got slandered. I know it spent quite a bit of money. It had a big budget in it. But yeah. they were saying like it didn't do very well and loads of people didn't like it. I liked it. I love my hands up. I, I liked it. I remember it. liking it as a kid, but I did watch it as an adult and I couldn't really get into it. Yeah. Very quickly, sorry, before you move on, what, what must Robin Williams be thinking looking down watching the remakes of Jumanji? No, oh, don't. Don't. Yeah. Jumanji yeah. 1 was bad, 2 was... Yeah. It's a different generation. It's a different audience. Atrocious. I don't, I don't think they'll make films like that I anymore. Think, like I don't think my kids know what board games are. He's one of Rock's one hit. He makes these films that mm. are just one hit wonders. Well, that, that, that's the problem. Like, like you just said, uh, for a new generation with kids, so they can't exactly do it with a board game like that. Yeah. Would like where we're growing up playing Monopoly and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, kids wouldn't really be doing that now, so they have to make it more modern. Yeah, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. And it turn into a digital game, and you just like I said, they just mm, they just lose yeah. that edge, don't you? Yeah, but yeah. it was good. The, the original was so good. But as you were, number eight. As you were. Number eight. Uh, Casper, Friendly Ghost, 287. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a bit of a thing for, um, what's her name now? We play Wednesday Adams, Christina Ritchie. Oh, yeah. Did you have a, I just thought she was a bit. No comment. Uh, but when I was a, I was yes. a kid, I was a kid myself. <laughs> uh, in yeah. at number seven is seven. Mm. Yes. Uh, what about that I mentioned today? I wonder. 327 million. <laughs> uh, number six, <clears throat> Batman's in there. Batman Forever. Yeah. Probably one of the worst ones, but still. Uh, is, that what, is that what I was forced, nigga? Is that the one where I was forced, nigga? No, that was, that was Batman and Robin, wasn't it? Yeah, I was getting too mixed up because they're both... Batman Forever's... I, I, I get all of Tommy Lee Jones and... Yeah. Uh, Apart from The Dark Knight, I get them all mixed up. Yeah. Who did Tommy Lee Jones play now? Two-Face. Holy shit, yeah. It was the Riddler. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Yeah. Anyway, number five, animation, Pocahontas. Yeah. 346 million. Yeah. Number four, bit of Bond, GoldenEye. Pierce Brosnan's first outing, Ooh. 352, which also became a fantastic game. Did anyone ever play Golden Golden Man, N64. Amazing. I can't stand James Bond, but I love, that was one of my favourite games of all time. I could do yeah. a whole podcast about that as well. I used to love, you could know, play that multiplayer and just hide. Like, you unreal. Handle, hide and play. Unreal. Jump out and shoot, shoot fuckers. It was amazing. Number three, Apollo 13. I, I love Apollo. Yeah. Tom, it was, it was Tom quite, Hanks can't I do wrong, it young, so it was quite an adult yeah. film to watch in yeah. terms of... I've never what, seen it, actually. I, watched, I, just, yeah. I just booed because I knew Tom Hanks was in it. Yeah. We get ready to boo again because number two, Ooh, Toy Story. What a, film. what a film! Do you know the first full-length animation film ever made? Was it like dig- digital animation? Yeah. Like you get like caught in on it with dig- digital animation. How anim- you know? Yeah, but it still looks good today. You'd still, still watch that today and think, yeah. And you know what? Like you can literally sit there and watch it again, yeah. again, and again no, and can't. again. I've just not like I'm not being negative for the sake of being uh, you know a measurable get, but with animations but I just I've just never really been into animations like I've tried watching um, anime with me, me Elvis and I just I just can't get into it mm. like the stories are alright I just can't not that type of anime scoop yeah, I, saw, well. I saw you I saw you pick up again then hello yeah, hentai is it <laughs> <laughs> hentai hole yeah. well to be fair you've only watched that for 10 minutes and then I was like <laughs> <laughs> you're bored why <laughs> people go to bed yeah. yeah, but what a, what a time for Tom Hanks, number yeah. two and number three. And then number one was uh, some little tiny film called Die Hard with what a Vengeance. A film. 366 what a... million at the box yeah. office. Yeah, yeah. Yippee ki yay. That wasn't from that one, but. No. No. Just thought it in there. Does he, I'm sure he says to him that. Does he say to them all? I don't think he does. I don't think he does. I think he does say it in that. Yeah. Does he say it in that? I don't know. I don't think he does. After the fil- three films we're discussing today, Die Hard's probably the one I've seen the least I've seen it plenty of times like yeah. I could probably act out in the studio for you but well without further ado shall we go into the to the vote 
Because yeah, we always have to, you know, we have to go into it and talk about our film. So what was number three? Uh, so yeah, I put a little tweet out um, on my Twitter. Um, I put the three films and I've got um, my, my Twitter followers voting. And can I just say they've obviously got good taste in films? I don't think so. <laughs> um, I think they've, they've chosen very poorly. Um, and last, slash third place, just to be a little bit kind, is Heath with 11% of the votes. Wow. So I mean, wow. although I wanted my film to win, I was very surprised at that. I am. I'm, I, do you know what? I'm very surprised. Very surprised. I thought he. Do you think it's a film that you have to appreciate? Yeah, I, I think the fact that it is three hours long. It's one of them films that people might find it's a slog to get into, and I think you've really got to appreciate Michael Mann films and stuff. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that when we get yeah. on it. But yeah, yeah, go on. In second place, with thirty nine percent of the votes, is Die Hard: with Vengeance, which is Scooby's choice. You see. Normally, a film that gets 39% of the votes, you'd expect to win. Mm. If one film's only got 40%. Yeah. Yeah. And the winner this week. See, I, I, Is this your first win? This is my first win. And only, probably. I've changed yeah. my tactic, though, Anthony. Usually, I go for like an obscure film that yeah. maybe a lot of people haven't seen. Yeah. Because um, originally, I, I, did, I, did, I did go with kids. But because me and you did a little yeah. separate episode about kids, I've had to change yeah. my choice. So I thought I'll go for something a bit more mainstream. So you played into the audience's hands a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not getting a bit tactical now, yeah. is it? Yeah. Yeah, this is a skewed, skewed the vote, didn't it? Paying voters. Scooby's going to be playing Titanic, aren't you, mate? <laughs> oh, you, you were anyway, weren't you? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, my choice is Seven by David Fincher. Great film, though. It is a great film. Yeah. Which, like I say, we discussed this on the way in, like, what a film. Well, Clarky, as soon as you're number three. You so, no, he's last. Well, yeah, so you're last <laughs> and number three. Tell us a little bit about him. Why, why you like it, why you chose it. Why? How can you not like it? How can you not like it? I can feel it. You search for the scent of your prey, and then you hunt them down. That's the only thing you're committed to. It keeps me sharp, on the edge, where I gotta be. You want to be making moves on the street, allow nothing to be in your life that you cannot walk out on in 30 seconds flat if you spot the heat around the corner. Now, my life's a disaster zone because I spend all my time chasing guys like you around the block. I do what I do best. I take scores. You do what you do best, trying to stop guys like me. You've been walking through our life dead. All I am is what I'm going after. From the Godfather to Scent of a Woman. What do we got? From Raging Bull to Goodfellas. Assume they got our phones, assume they got our houses, assume they got us. Their performances have created a legacy of landmark films. I want full surveillance. That's 24 hours, round the clock. We never close open seven days a week. Now, for the first time, America's two most electrifying actors collide. <laughs> This guy, there's more cheap you should pass. The bank is worth the risk. You should take it down. 12.2 million. You're up. This crew is good. Ha! It ain't worth the risks you take. Like in risk versus reward, baby. You're a fugitive number one with a bullet. I'm double the worst trouble you ever had. If I'm there, I gotta put you away. I won't like it. But I'll tell you, you are going down. What if you do got me boxed in? I gotta put you down. Cause no matter what, you will not get in my way. I will not hesitate for a second. 
we'll get all the bits of trivia out of the way. So, obviously, it's Heat, 1995. Got it 8.2 on IMDb and 87% on Rotten Tomatoes. Written, directed by Michael Mann, who we all know from Man on to Fame, Last of the Meekins, Ali Clatterall, Miami Vice, Public Enemies. He's, he's done so many films. He was great in TV in the 80s and that as well. Main characters in it. I mean, just look at this lineup: Robert De Niro. Boom. Al Pacino. Val Kilmer. Ashley Judd. Tom Sizemore from Lock Up and Point Break. Natalie Portman in it, quite young. It's like only a second film she's in. John Voight. Danny Trejo. Ted Levine from Silence of the Lambs. Amy Brennan from Daylight and Judge and Amy. West Studi. It just goes on. And there's even more characters in there. When you look at the list, you'll see faces that you recognise that they're all in little tiny small parts, but they're all great actors that he chose at that time. But obviously, I mean, the first two you just mentioned, De Niro and Pacino. <sighs> What's not to love in this film? Uh, budget of 60 million. Uh, took over the box office 187.4 million. 25, 25th highest grossing that year. So obviously didn't make the top 10 yeah. like you two boys, but still. Yeah. Uh, three hour runtime. Uh, and I just made a little note, like say it was released on two cassettes when he had it because yeah. it was just like that long. Like, films weren't really that long back in that yeah. day. And I think, like I say, I think that's one of the reasons why it hasn't got a lot of support uh, because it is such a long thing yeah. to sit through. But it's worth it. Bit of a slow burn. Uh, to me, it's classic cops and robbers in it. Yeah. Classic cops and robbers. And who doesn't love cops and robbers? Yeah. You know, it's games we all play as kids. Mm, mm. But I think what makes it so good, the characters, the way he develops them, and the way you look at them, I just, I think the way he builds up Al Pacino, like when growing up as a kid, when I used to watch it, I used to be a bigger fan of De Niro in it. Yeah. Kind of an anti-hero kind of vibe. And I know that's come around a bit more like with things like Breaking Bad, things like that, you know, people love an anti-hero. Yeah. And obviously, spoiler alert, I mean, if you haven't seen his films now, but spoiler alert, like at the end... Well, when Rob it... only watched it first time two weeks ago. <laughs> Have you actually watched it now, Rob? Yeah. Yeah, good. So the chase at the end, I remember when I was young, I was kind of half hoping to get away. But then like, as you get older, now like, again, when I watched it uh, yesterday, most of it today, you kind of realise that he can't get away. Like you always want good to prevail. Yeah, he's he's a killer. You know some of these bank robberies that he's set up, and when he's shooting out in the public, you know you, you feel bad when he has to go to avenge his friend. Like if he hadn't went to avenge his friend, he'd have got away. And you think, yeah, part of his like, you know, well done for going to avenge him. But the fact is, he's a killer. He's a bank robber. He's yeah. he's a bit of a piece of shit. To be honest, he's got to get stopped. Yeah. But like it's as I've got older, I've started to warm more towards the Al Pacino character. You see his life, like he's a cop. He looks shattered all the time. He's working morning, noon, and night. His manager's on the rocks. He's got a stepdaughter that's like tries to kill herself. Yeah. You see him like at one point you're thinking, you know what? Why is he giving all this commitment to his work? Yeah. You know, he's got a family at home. Yeah. And then you see that bit where uh, Wayne Grow kills that prostitute, and you see that mother break down, yeah, and he has to stop her running to yeah. the body. And you can just see it in his face. He's like, "This is why I fucking do this." Yeah. You know, I need to catch the killer for her. And you realize all that he has to go through, all this pressure that's on his shoulders, the weight of the world on him, the fucking, the scum of that city is all pressured towards him and yeah. he's got to do something about it. And that's why you think, you know what, I'm warming more towards this Pacino character. Uh, and then at the end, obviously, when he when he gets his man, you're like, yeah, it's, it's the right thing. It is the right thing yeah. that he gets his man. You know. Uh, what did you think of the film, Because <clears throat> we kind of forced you to watch it. Um, honestly, um, I'm not just being a dick. It's probably the worst one I've watched in the last 12 months. What? No, no, no. You are being a dick. 
Yeah. You know, I just couldn't. You can't. You can't say worst film. It's yeah, in the last twelve months because I, I tend to watch films. So if you only just woke up in the last twelve months, because no, I watched a lot of films, um, but it's like nearly three hours long, and I don't think enough happens in it to, for it to be three hours long. I don't like. I I know I, I know it's subjective, but I don't like. Do, do you know what, I, I do I do get your criticism, right? I do understand because again, I've been reading loads of reviews on IMDb, other websites, things like that, and there was a thing where a lot of people do write. The problem with it being a classic. Cops and Robbers is it's all building up all what's gone on like say three hours worth of story and it all just builds up to a final chase mm. it's a good guy chasing the bad guy yeah, yeah, and it's going to yeah. end obviously and you can see it when you, when you look at it that simply you, I do get what you're saying you get I do scenes, understand it the, the whole the whole plot like I can understand why it's appealing mm. but the whole plot is you know spoofed yeah. to you do you know, think there's, you know there's bits where it should have finished early so like say the, the, the gunfight for example in the town the bank robbery yeah. if it had just ended there would you have been happy with that? Yeah, I just... You, no, because I, I quite like that being extended. Um, I just think not enough happens for, for, you know, three hours long. I just think... Yeah, but all it, that's character building, isn't it? Like, like I just explained, yeah, but, the way it's building up these characters. Yeah, and I, I agree with that. But like me personally, and that film's subjective, I didn't like Al Pacino. I didn't like Robert De Niro. I thought they were both dickheads. Like, I think the only likeable character in it was Natalie Portman. Like, I felt sorry for her. And I really wanted to know what was happening the with her. The character I liked was one that tried to kill herself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just couldn't, I just didn't like him. I didn't like his, his messes. Yeah, but I, look, look at that more pressure what, what, that's building up. What, what is it with, like, I'm going to subject a little bit, what is it with, like, a lot of these sort of films? Like, you've got two men, and they're quite old. Not, they're not old men, but they're, they're, they're mm, getting on, you probably know. Probably 50 when they film, and he's about 50. Yeah, like. Late 40s. Pacino's old enough to be that woman's dad, and De Niro's old enough to be that girl's granddad. But that's quite common in a lot of films. You get like really old men yeah. with really young girls. I think they're trying to play slightly younger characters, aren't they? Like you say, I think the late 40s, early 50s at the time, but I think they're trying to play people who are in just like the late yeah. 30s, early 40s. What's your favourite scene? Well, the, 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 the well, I was going to say that. Like, obviously, obviously, I've made a note about the, the shootouts. For me, the shootout scene was brilliant. But not, that's. When I sit there and watch it on TV, like I did again today, that's one of those scenes I wish, like especially during this pandemic, if they re-release that film in the cinema, yeah. I would love to go and watch that big screen surround sound because the sound of those guns firing and the way Michael Manns filmed it and directed it, and like I read a bit of tri- trivia, he wanted it to sound authentic. He had microphones dotted all around the, the streets and that trying to film it. The way he had the cars looking, they went and shot the cars yeah. in real life and then brought the cars back and then painted them up because he wanted the bullets, bullet to look uh, authentic. Yeah. Uh, Andy McNabb, who you know from the British Arms Forces, he was the uh, technical uh, weapons training guy on the set and he was showing them how to load guns properly yeah. and that, so it's all looked yeah. so Gucci and it does. You watch it back and you're thinking, this is this yeah. is brilliant. I'm not saying it's a bad film because uh, that. I've watched a lot of good films over the past 12 months. I've revisited a lot of good films. Mm. So I'd put it, I wouldn't say it's the worst film, I'd put it up there on a par with A Few Good Men. Uh, but I like, I've got my, like, I don't like the kind of films you guys like. Mm. Uh, for me, I have to be emotionally invested in characters that I just, I just wasn't with Pacino or Robert De Niro. I just, I just, I just couldn't, what's, I, just, what's, I just, I just, I just, what have you got to do? What have you got to do? I, like, I was looking in Pacino's eyes 
when he was getting home did, did and his missus is cheating not, on him and I'm thinking, you did, know what? That lasted for me. I just spoke about it, but I saw it completely different. When that young girl died and that mother was like running, trying to run into, mm. run into the, the sort of crime scene and he stops her and he hugs her. It was that from, like, it was the world's most awkward hug. Yeah. If it goes on a bit. It does go on a bit. But I think that's what they're trying to, I think that's, in my opinion, what Michael Mann was trying to do is trying to make you think you know, this This is why this guy does this job. This is why he's under all this pressure. Can you imagine being in that situation, having to tell some mother that's your kid dead over there and I'm the one that's going to have to do something about it? I'm Because he doesn't say that to you. He doesn't say anything like, I'm going to get him. I'm going to solve this case. I'll solve this for you. He doesn't make those kind of promises, but yeah. you know in his head that's what he's thinking. He's thinking, I've got to, I've got to fucking catch this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's good acting how he makes himself look absolutely bollocks. So yeah. like, you know that job's taking his toll on yeah. him. Yeah, they probably film it for hours, for hours long. He probably took a lot of fucking filming, didn't he? <laughs> for some bits, my only criticism with him is just how he does act in that film. Sometimes, like, so you got those bits where you you look at him, you think, you know, he's doing really well here, and then he'll do some fucking insane yeah, thing in one yeah. scene. He'll walk in and he's just shouting dead loud, yeah. or he's just doing something mm-hmm. so crazy. You know, he's done it on an improv, and the other actors are looking at him like. What's this geezer doing here? Yeah. He just goes insane yeah. a bit, Dunny. You know, there is there is a little bit too much of that. And he reminds me of Jack Nicholson in The Departed when Jack Nicholson started doing all this mad stuff. They just yeah. gave him a free range to do something. Thinking, you know, it's, it's a bit too much. Yeah, it's a bit out of the blue as well. Isn't it? Yeah, he doesn't sort of like. Sometimes he has these little mad moments, but it's like doesn't sort of um, link into what's happening at the yeah. time. And like, can you imagine working on that police force and that was your boss? And you, yeah. you'd walk into somewhere to interview someone. You're thinking, I've got no idea what this yeah, guy's going to do yeah, now. Yeah. And you've got to try and keep a straight face and stick to play good cop, bad cop. And he's just insane cop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, can you just, boss, just tell me which way you're going to play this? <laughs> just so I know. Yeah, yeah. What direction are we going in? <laughs> yeah. What line of question are we going to go for here? Yeah. I think also, just before, because I know you'll go back to you know positive comments. I think aesthetically I didn't like it as well. For me, it wasn't like pleasing on the eye. I hated all the blueness in it. And I get it. I get why it's all blue. Mm. But I just I just fucking hated it. Everything was just fucking drowned with blue, mm. flushed out with blue. It does that a lot though, Dunny Man. It's like uh, Collateral was quite like, it was like, because it's filmed in a dark city overnight. Yeah. Uh, it's colouring, like say, the tone of it and the music and everything's really quiet mm. throughout of it. You know what I mean? But I think it's just like, it's just trying to capture that LA city. I, get, I do get what you're saying. I mean, I, I, I liked it. I like the way it's filmed. I like everything about it. I like how... I wouldn't say it could be shot today the same. Obviously, I wouldn't say it's like it could be still modern. There are still mm. things like they don't use a lot of technology in it, do they? No. You know, the police surveillance is quite old and the way they use pay phones and that's yeah, quite yeah. old. And so, like, it's, it, it hasn't aged brilliantly. But I think some of the other bits, like, as long as they're not touching technology too much... I think it's still it's still watchable. Yeah. It's still relatable. I can see why I can see why people like it, but it's just not my bag. For me, it's not the. You, you it's can't the see worst the worst film. film you've ever seen. You no, and see, I've said in the last twelve months. No, I can't pick up a film that I've enjoyed less no. in the last twelve months. Completely disagree. And you know what films I've watched? You can't say that. Uh, I've got some great films. Like so, see the so it was a remake. Uh, the main story is based on a TV film called LA Takedown that Michael Mann did in 1989. And obviously, that's worth a watch. If you ever get to watch it. I caught it once by accident, and that's the reason why I know this. Obviously, I've read it on trivia and that since, but I did actually know this before, because obviously Heat was my favourite film from mm. years and years and years ago. But I can remember once sitting at home, late night, this on Channel 4, and it was something stupid like half one, two in the morning. Mm. I think I was still at school at the time. And I can remember watching this film, 
and I didn't catch the start of it, so I didn't know what it yeah. was called. But as it's going through, and I'm thinking, I know what's going to happen next. I know their story. And I'm starting thinking, am I dreaming this? And I was like, it got to the bit where they had the bank shootout and that, and that's when I ended up doing a bit of research on it after. Obviously, yeah. I couldn't do it at the time because it's 1995. Yeah. I don't think we had the internet in the house. Yeah. Obviously, like I say, the internet hadn't long been out. But I was thinking, I know, the, I know, this, I know this story, but what it... So, do you know the end of Heat with the Chase? Yeah. Uh, that just happened in LA Takedown. I think it finishes when he shoots Wayne Grove, shoots Wayne Grove in the hotel, and I think it ends from there. Uh, to that bit. But I watched that, and then it went off, and I was like, I definitely not film. I'm gonna have to, but I didn't catch the name of it, so I didn't yeah. catch the beginning. And it was only something like eight or nine years later I actually found out that's yeah. what it was. But yeah, it's worth, if you do catch it, I think you can get it on YouTube, and you probably get it on other streams okay. and that. But get it watched, LA Takedown. It's, LA it's not brilliant. Down. It's not brilliant, mm. obviously. Filmed on a budget, but it is worth watching yeah. to see. When you see the core yeah, yeah, of what yeah. that idea yeah. was, and you can see why, when he got money and he got a bit more fame, he thought, I'm remaking that. Because yeah. it is a good story. Yeah, yeah. It is a good proper crime story. You don't get many good proper cops and robber films yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a lot of robber films now, don't you? And a lot of violence and you know things like that, but you don't get proper like dueling cop versus robber films. That's why I love it. Yeah. And that's why I think you should watch it. Right. But obviously... Only come third in the poll. So that was number three. Um, so number two was Dark of the Vengeance. Yes, it was. Even though it was the highest grossing film of the year. I don't know that. <laughs> in the hands of a mastermind of terror. I want to play a game with Lieutenant McLean. What kind of game? Simon says. The path to revenge leads straight to John McLean. If we don't do what this guy says, he's going to blow up another public well, why me? What has he got to do with me? I have no idea. He just said it had to be you. It's nice to be needed. Simon says, get to the payphone in Wall Street Station by 10.20, or the number three train and its passengers vaporize. I'm not jumping through hoops for some psycho. That's a white man with white problems. You deal with it. Where the hell are you going, McLean? I know what I'm doing. Not even God knows what you're doing. This guy wants to pound on you till you crumble. Are you aiming for these people? No. Well, maybe that mime. He wants you to dance to his tune and then kill you. Oh dear. You don't like me because I'm white. I don't like you because you're going to get me killed. Ah! On May 19th. This is a bad idea. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm a New York police officer. I'm going to ask you to calmly and quietly start moving towards the other end of the car. When the theater goes dark. Trust me, guys. Duck. The roof blows off. God, they're setting off bombs. And for some reason, he's very angry with me. <laughs> this, as they say, is where the plot thickens. They knocked over the Federal Reserve. Bruce Willis, Jeremy Irons, Samuel L. Jackson. Congratulations, you're still alive. Yippee-ki-yay, mother... In a John McTiernan film, Die Hard with a Vengeance. John McClane, NYPD. 
Are you all right? Yes. Laundry day. You know, 39% wins any vote. I'm, I, I'm so shocked. There's so much dodgy going on there, but... I, I like. I must admit, I like it. If you, if it's one of those films, you want to stick on a good cheesy action yeah. film, mm. where you know you're just chilling with the missus, something. You're yeah. just gonna get some popcorn, get some beers. Yeah. It's a good film to watch in it. I liked it when I was a kid. Like it's probably one of my favorite films when I was a kid. I, th- um, I think Bruce Willis is actually is John McClane. He's got this ability to be funny in the weirdest situations ever. Yeah. And he'll crack a joke, and he he doesn't take it too seriously. And there's, there's not many films where you get a decent prequel. So if you think like Die Hard 2 isn't great, but then all the other Die Hards that come after, like Die Hard Hard 4.0 and whatever. But this one was actually all right, wasn't it? And I think when it was advertised, you'd be thinking, oh God, not another Die Hard. Same as now when you think, like when another Terminator comes out, now you think, oh my God, not another Terminator. When that comes out, people are probably thinking, fucking, not another Die Hard. But actually, it was pretty pretty good. Decent, in it? What a flop. Nah, no, not by any stretch of imagination. he, He did the franchise justice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, main three actors: Bruce Willis, Jeremy Irons, Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, actually, took me a long time growing up to realise that Jeremy Irons wasn't German or mm. where country he was supposed to be from. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's only when I saw him and stuff later, I thought, hang on, is he not German? <laughs> throws a good is accent because, on. Because yeah, he does. He yeah. actually throws. Yeah. It's, yeah. He must have had lessons for that because he speaks how. I think. German. I think most actors do have some sort like, of acting lessons. Yeah, yeah. he actually speaks how <laughs> German would speak English. Yeah, and, and he loses the part, doesn't he? Down to the smallest pronunciations and everything. Yeah. He's pretty yeah. amazing. But yeah. he also, when he is a bit, when he goes in the bank and he just throws on the American accent, yeah, yeah, straight yeah, away, yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. "Wow, that's good." Yeah. Hmm. Um, what was interesting to read, which I didn't know until obviously I did a bit of research for this, was that Lawrence Fishburne was actually offered the co- the, the part, uh, the co-starring role of uh, Zeus, yeah. which obviously mm. played by Michael Samuel Jackson, Michael Jackson, <laughs> Samuel <laughs> Jackson. <laughs> Um, but he wanted he wanted more money apparently. Yeah. Uh, and does it make it a better film with him? I don't think so. No. I think Samuel Jackson. Yeah. Is just Perry, it's, Perry, it's, it's like the year after Pulp Fiction, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And then what was also interesting to read is that Fish uh, Burn also turned down the role of Jules in Pulp Fiction. Wow. Kind Which of guided Samuel Jackson's was career. Was played by <laughs> yeah. Samuel Jackson. Yeah, Samuel Jackson making him money. Um, Agent or his representation, um, giving this advice uh, based on the fact that if he carries on playing these bit part roles or or secondary roles, mm. uh, he'll do that for the rest of his life and he'll never be a main role actor. So his representative actually talked him yeah. out of playing them it two roles. Well, wow. it, it was late bloom, wow. wasn't he? Like he must have been in his forties. Would you say in well, Matrix? In the, not Matrix. You're about Lawrence. Yeah, you're about Samuel Jackson. Yeah, I'm about Samuel Jackson. Some of, some of the films is like younger growing up. I think he was destined for like say bigger, yeah, bigger things. And yeah. if it, probably if it just took those two parts, it would be like probably one of Hollywood's elite. Oh, but, you're, oh you oh uh, yeah, you went on about Samuel Jackson then, were you? He was on about Lawrence. I was on about Lawrence yeah, Fishburne yeah. in mm. Matrix. Yeah, because I think that's the first time, mm. even me, where I think he or I'd seen he played a notable role, and mm. I don't think it was because of him that you know sometimes it's because of the actor the film mm. blows up. Well, Matrix, that wasn't the case. It wasn't no, because of him. No. The film blew up and he blew up with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, one of the films when it came out. But Samuel L. Jackson, huh, like I said, just like, he was a late bloomer, wasn't he? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, how old was he in Pulp Fiction? He must have been in his 40s. Yeah. And that's his first like, big role and he goes on. Yeah. Goes on he's done more now in his, his older life, he, than he ever I mean, did. He's in the background of 
I'm pretty sure he's Goodfellas. Um, good yeah. yeah. And he's in the bar area, isn't he? Where he doesn't actually say anything. Yeah, he's he's one of the the. Oh, what's his, his character's name? Because he helps him with a couple of heists, and he? But he ends yeah. up getting shot. Yeah, he gets yeah. shot in the apartment, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah, because yeah. you go and wake him up, and he's there trying to get changed. Yeah, <laughs> and the, yeah, they end up. Shooting I mean, the, him, the, the film it's very easy to watch. Die Hard. It's got the right mix of bit, bit of comedy. It's a bit mm. funny. It's, it's one of those buddy buddy comedy films, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. They don't like they, they try to do now, and yeah. they're just not the same because they tried to make it over funny. Where that, like, yeah. say, it's serious action. The stuff that's happening to him is brutal. Yeah. Obviously, it's Die Hard, so. Yeah. Bruce Willis is getting smacked all over the place and it's quite brutal to watch oh, but like I okay. say there is that kind of in that vest <laughs> yeah he pulls that off of kind that. of pulling back to like lethal <laughs> weapon in it like, yeah, yeah. but they're where they're buddy cops yeah like, they're yeah, buddy, yeah, like yeah 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 it, it is I like those kind of films yeah I was watching it and I watched it again obviously I haven't seen it in years and I watched it mm. again for this and something just occurred to me which um, do you know like in films like if one event doesn't happen then the other ones there's no so in this there was a scene where um, they're on foot running because they're playing this game of Simon yeah, Says yeah, yeah. and he the stops, he stops a kid because he's robbed something from the shop mm. and he says hang on where are you going with that and the kid says look there's not a cop in sight you can rob Fort Knox yeah. and it's that's Christmas. when he occurs to me what's happened and I thought like in terms of storyline and continuity how do you not stop that kid they, yeah. they, they want to foil the, yeah. the bad guys yeah, yeah. come on it's Christmas yeah it was something like <laughs> yeah. that yeah. Yeah, but I, it's really funny they're playing this game of Simon Says and um, obviously, um, it, it's quite an easy watching too because the story the storyline yeah. is, yeah. isn't complicated. Yeah, and like Bruce Willis is, is funny and interesting, and so is Samuel L. Jackson. The only thing I didn't like was the ending. I was about to say this. Just how how the so end of killing the guy. Just as I was, I was said to Rob with Heat, did Heat go on for too long? That's the thing we, I got with. Down I would have Avengers. liked this to finish on the ship. Yeah, I think that was the perfect place to, to yeah. do something. Get get the bad guy trying to escape. Yeah, or something. It works out what's gone on. In the end, the helicopter hits to like an electric But it, didn't, didn't they refilm it? Wasn't there a different ending to it? There was a different it? ending, uh, yeah. which I think was available on a, on a special DVD. Yeah. Um, but I, but test that, audiences I've never didn't actually like seen it. it. I've never actually I've, seen I've it. I've watched... I'm not sure if this was the one that we're going to re- release, but I have watched the footage of one where... And it's, it's, this is going to sound absolutely insane. Mm. But he gets away, Jeremy Irons. Goes back home with all his money. Thinks he's got away. It goes to him sat in a bar having a drink and Bruce Willis walks in with a fucking bazooka. <laughs> no word of a lie. Walks in with a bazooka, bitches on the table and says, we'll play a game. Bit of Russian roulette. And he spins it around to see which way it's facing and then he gets up to shoot him and he hits the bazooka and he blows him across the arm and blows him to bits. That's how it ended. I need to watch that. You need to find it. I, but I'm not sure whether that was the, en- the original ending they wrote. Hmm. Or whether that was just something else they filmed. I've read I think it was, I think it was something I've else. I read and... it was an alternate ending. Yeah. Which they filmed and then decided not to use. Yeah, I think that was the alternate ending. But yeah. I think it originally it was going to end differently. Yeah. And test audiences didn't like it, so then they quickly rewrote yeah. that. They went to the, what was it, is it in Vancouver? Is it, is it yeah. on the, yeah, the Canadian border? Like, yeah, yeah, and they go and shoot him down that helicopter. Yeah. I think in all the stuff that happens, like yeah. all this gunfighting that, and he just takes him down with a pistol in the helicopter. I think um, the I'll... plane hits an electric pylon. And, yeah. and goes... I think um, endings of films are the most important part of the film. You need, yeah. like, it needs it's to be it's the... things that people get wrong all the time. It's yeah, same yeah. in TV series, don't they? When, when these TV series go on and on, on and on, on and... it's because people don't know how to end them properly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it is hard. I mean, I, I probably couldn't do a better job myself. Yeah. I'm not going to lie and say I can write a perfect yeah. ending or anything like that. But like, say, if you're going to do it, you need to try and get it right, don't yeah, you? Yeah, it's it so hard. I was thinking, so hard. Um, the, the only reason I think they put the the woman in, mm. the, 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 his, the, the, the German guy's um, 
yeah. girlfriend. She was fucking sexy, is, wasn't she? Is just because of that silly couple of sex scene and yeah. I, I'm convinced yeah. that's the only because otherwise a lot of nice films like that, a lot yeah. of nice films just had like because random... they need to they need to put a sex scene in just yeah. to give you that always a mm. bit of action and a bit of this a bit of that. Mm. Sex, yeah. She could easily not been in the film and he went to make. No, I, I think she could easily been in the film, but just as she was like this strong crazy woman character because she yeah. is not she, that bit where she breaks down into the vault and she just starts hacking away and he has that, to stop it yeah, yeah, from because yeah, yeah. she's just cutting she people everywhere and she wasn't stopping like they're yeah. clearly dead she's like no just keep going like, that's enough dear <laughs> yeah. like but they could have just left her like that yeah. as a character couldn't they yeah. and you've been like yeah well, I think they wanted crazy. a sex scene in the film I, I, yeah. I, I hate another dimension I hate sex scenes in films Unless there's like a reason, like a, but I think sometimes. Depends what type of film you watch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think sometimes it just. <laughs> no, he's just anti anyway. No, but no, no, but it changes the tone of the film, doesn't it? Like if you're watching an action film with, with like a comedy, then suddenly there's a sex scene. It it changes, doesn't it? And well, I think yeah, no, at the time of you know, no, it's porno. It's you know, you think about then the tensions have been building. They've mm. done this massive heist. Mm. You know, I think it depends on the the actors. To yeah. be fair. Like every, I think it was released this year. And film, I think it just confirms because I think, I think Stallone trying to shag Sharon Stone. I think sometimes horrible. you wonder what is their relationship, and obviously by putting the sex scene, it just mm. cements it. Yeah, yeah, but you can show the sex happening about having full on, you know, flesh pounding flesh. But then what's the point? What do you mean? Like if you want, if you're going to put a sex scene in, you might as well. Wasn't put she... one in that's all action and you know? <laughs> Wasn't the. One of the other fellas, her husband, the the guy who makes the bomb, who's on the boat at the end. That dead um, the one, Bruce, the one who actually looks like the bad guy. Yeah, Bruce Willis beats him up, doesn't he? And yeah, then he's, yeah, he's yeah, on the boat. Yeah, that was yeah. her husband, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Yeah, and okay. them two were having an affair. Oh, right, yeah, okay. yeah. I must have missed that. I'm sure. I'm. I'm. It's been like I say, it's been a while since I watched it. But I'm pretty is, sure. You are, right, I'm pretty is. sure them two are husband and wife, and then the end. He ends up dying. Yeah. And it's them two are having an affair, yeah. like a secret affair. Obviously caught up in the emotion of yeah. robbing a bank and threatening the yeah. whole of a city. Even the scene, like the scene at the start where Bruce Willis is in the middle of Harlem, is he mm. naked with the board on? Yeah, I hate. And even that, it's 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 a bit funny in a way because it's so fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like for someone to be in that position. I, like, well, I love things like when just something happens in the background. So obviously he's talking to Minnie. He's like, "You need to get out of here." Then you see in the background, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, like, and you know, this is it now. This, this, yeah. Yeah. I think I think for me that's the main thing I remember from the film is yeah. that scene because just to have that on a film is pretty. But do you mm, remember when pretty... we were doing the kids episode and we actually spoke about um, films what what is allowed and what what's frowned upon mm. and there's not many films that have done something like that yeah you know? and that type of film would be the least kind of film you'd expect it in yeah yeah mm. yeah like it wouldn't happen now would it or would it. I don't yeah, know. I think it has to be, this is what changed. we were saying. That is there anything stopping people from doing? It? I don't think there is. I just think no. people don't do it. I think it comes in waves. I think like a, if you're asking this about five, six years ago, yeah. you probably wouldn't. Hmm. But I think now, it's like if you're making a film now about say Black Lives Movement. Yeah, we're not a documentary, a film. Yeah, but based on real life, then you'd have to. Yeah, you'd have to. Yeah, you'd have to. Because it happens. Yeah, yeah. And I remember in live and out that Rangers thing happened last night. I remember some. Yeah, I remember there was a film, and I can't remember. What it was about, it was about a, a, a group of people, either religion or country, that <laughs> persecuted, or well, something like this, anyway. Yeah. And he put some really graphic and nasty scenes in the film. Mm. And after they said to him, that look like, what the fuck? And he goes, Look, by that's leaving, by me leaving this out, yeah. it's reality, that's disrespecting them people, yeah. just saying that it didn't happen. Yeah, because yeah. I'm trying to create a real account that, look, this is what they went yeah. through. This, this is and the it was reality not easy of it. To watch, but he goes, yeah. oh, so what we, what's the alternative? Are we saying that, you know, 
Um, it didn't happen, which is Sh- weird. Schindler's List. Exactly. How yeah, yeah. awkward is that to watch that? And you're watching it when all those women are going to that gas chamber and you're thinking, this, yeah. I'm not sure if I could watch this. Exactly, yeah, but it happened and <laughs> yeah. it's, yeah, it's yeah, important. Yeah, yeah. If, you, yeah. if, you, if you've got a slight angle in your film where you want to educate people, then it is important, yeah. isn't it? But yeah. um, yes, overall, um, easy to watch. I mean, was it important to the film? I'm not sure. Yeah, that's what I mean. Do you know what I mean? I don't think yeah. it was. No. But. I think it was meant as a bit of a comedy element. Yeah, yeah. I could literally have said that. I think it'd be a different message now. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 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 They'd have to approach that scene differently. Yeah. The problem you've got now is um, Bruce Willis in real life would get stick for playing that part. Mm. I think I think that's what would happen. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He's like Bradley Cooper got stick for playing in a part where he's a sniper and he's killing people in Iraq or something. Mm. What was the film? Was it called Sniper? What was he called? American Sniper. Yeah. American Sniper. But he's he's playing a role. Yeah. But he got slaughtered on the fact that why would you accept a role yeah. that plays that this character but yeah, you gotta anyway careful. yeah um, great film let's move on yeah. to uh, Rob's number one hang um, on hang on before you move on what was your favourite scene and you asked me what my favourite scene was what's your favourite scene Die Hard uh, bar that opening scene which is funny I don't know why as a kid I really loved the water fountain scene yeah, when they were trying to, and even till this day, I still try to work out. Trying to work out how they do it. I was thinking that was the scene I was to thinking get of. Four gallons, you got a five yeah. gallon, and a three gallon. Yeah, I, I think I, 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 that's one of the scenes I liked. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I like that whole bit with the with the the game playing and like say the, the taxi driving through the park and that yeah. and all all that drama of it. Yeah. I think after when that bit starts slowing down and the yeah. film slows down a bit. Yeah, and then it starts getting a bit serious then. Yeah, it? and the bit where they have to go to the stadium and stuff like that, and it changes a bit. Yeah, but that initial bit. Running around the town, There's a trying scene to play that Samuel game. Samuel Jackson's in the in the driving seat of the cab. And yeah. The guy gets in, and he tells him the address, and he goes, yeah. no. and he's trying to tell him, and he goes, "Look, yeah. I'll report you. You lose that. Your Look, lights goes, on, right? You know, okay. <laughs> yeah. And that's those those bits. I think are really good. Yeah. I, I think the, the main thing for me is the, the buddy comedy thing. I think them two, those two guys, yeah. forced together in that situation, yeah. I thought was really good. Really, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Rob, anyway, yeah, guys, take us to your number one. Which, by the way, I think we are going to open an investigation in, into the voting. Well, I've said this, right. And, uh, I, I challenged Rob earlier. I don't know if he's gone back on his Twitter, but I remember when he first started putting polls on Twitter, we were asked what film we were going to do. Yeah. And I chose Seven yeah. as one of the first films to do, and it comes stone dead last. Yeah. yeah. Strange. <laughs> but now, all of a sudden, yeah, yeah. Seven's number one. Yeah. I've got about 30 set-up accounts. I, yeah. need to, I need to flip back and find out what yeah. that... Because I can't remember what two films you guys chose. Yeah. No. It was just a film to talk about in the 90s, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Mine would have been something weird, wasn't it, as well? Yeah. Mm. I'm going to I'm gonna have to flip back yeah. and find it. Yeah. Well, take us to it, number one. Um, so, yeah, this is Seven, um, directed by David Fincher. You like what you do for a living? These things you see? You have to wear blinders sometimes. Most times. Detective William Somerset is looking for a way out. You're retiring. Six more days and you're all the way gone. So how long have you lived here? Too long. Detective David Mills is looking for a way in. We'll be spending every waking hour together from now until the time I leave. I'll show you who your friends and enemies are. Look, I'm going to come five years. Not here. Now, they're caught in a game. No fingerprints, no witnesses of any kind. Nope. About the only thing we know about that guy right now is he's totally insane. 
where the price of sin is death. There are seven deadly sins. Gluttony. You're going to come take a look at this. Greed. No one touches anything. Sloth, wrath, pride, lust, and envy. Seven. You can expect five more of these. Body was found on Tuesday morning. I hate this city. I'm gonna get who did this. This will be the very definition of swift justice. There are two more bodies, two more victims. This guy's methodical, exacting, and worst of all, patient. He's laughing at us. <laughs> he had a gun. He's two murders away from completing his masterpiece. Hey! Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman, Gwyneth Paltrow. Have you ever seen anything like this? No. Seven. Um, even though he sort of he directed Alien Three, yeah, three years before that, it's his first sort of sort of proper. I'd say it's the first proper David Fincher film. It's obviously about a serial killer that goes around. Um, is he a serial killer? How many people do you have to kill to be a serial killer? Uh, three. Oh, he's a serial killer. Um, and he's um, killing his victims, but he, he, he does it as like um, to a theme of the seven deadly sins, hence why the film's called yeah. Seven. Do you guys know what the seven deadly sins are? Not hand. Jealousy? Can... Nope. Gluttony? Yeah. Sloth? Yeah. Greed? Yeah, lust. Yeah, uh, envy. Yeah. Oh. I think there's two that you've not said. Give me the initials. P and W. What? Oh, no, that's on yet. Wrath. Yeah. And pride. Yeah. Yes. I think pride's a tricky one because yes. they're all quite old-fashioned. I'm quite, words, I'm, aren't they? I'm quite proud pride. of that. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, pride, yeah. damn. Um, so yeah. Um, what was the W on? Wrath. Wrath. Oh, it's, yeah. Just like anger, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, he starts as Brad Pitt, and it's his first sort of serious role. I think before this, he had sort of smaller roles in films, and yeah. he played main, like, bit, you know, sort of comedic parts. So, it's his first, like, proper full on, um, you no know, fucking around sort of role yeah. in a film. Because obviously, we know Brad Pitt, and he's yeah. a pretty good, serious actor, isn't he? Like, I love Brad Pitt. Like, I think he's, and everything, he's mm. fucking amazing. Uh, also, he loves got... Brad Pitt but hates Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. I know, I know. This, this is Tom, I can't, Tom Hanks. I the, can't swallow the hypocrisy, that. The hypocrisy in this studio at the Brad moment. Martin, I can't get my head around that. Brad Pitt's a good actor. <laughs> uh, Do you like Brad Pitt in Ocean's Eleven? I've not seen Ocean's Eleven. Do you like him in Friends? Yeah, I like him in Friends. <laughs> 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 yeah. um, uh, Morgan Freeman. Um, Fantastic. He's amazing. Yeah. Fantastic. Bye. Oh, amazing. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. yeah. Didn't and obviously, Mr. Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Apparently, Kevin Spacey was like, only cast like a, a matter of days before the actual film was started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, great cast. I think they're all excellent in it. Um, other films, David Fincher's directed, obviously, Fight Club. Brilliant. Yeah. Scooby have seen Fight Club. Yeah, what happens in Fight Club stays in Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> Zodiac. Brilliant. Again, up there, one of my. What a cast in that. Never and then, seen it. Yeah. What? Oh seen. my. Oh, I've got the DVD. I'll, I'll got, drop um, it off. You were saying, like, the girl out of kids, what film has she been in? She's been in, she's been in yeah. Zodiac, she's supposed to be in Gill and Cut Zodiac. Yeah. Uh, my favourite Fincher film. 
Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Brad Pitt's awesome in it. The show Social Network and Gone Girl. Oh, so yeah, Clark has got the uh, Twitter poll up that we did. When was that? When was that for? That was 25th of November, that was. Yeah. So not too far. Pulp Fiction won. Well, Leon second. Well, Seven was last. I know. Unbelievable. Yeah, well, Pulp Fiction. Different. Yeah, I know. Pulp Fiction's good. And Leon. No, it's not better than seven, though. No, I, think, I think it is. I know, I just I I had to get that to prove yeah. a point because it was killing me. But yeah. anyway. But I think Leon was my favourite film. Whatever year that came out, yeah. that was my choice for then. I think Leon's amazing. It was. Uh, budget of 33 million, box office of 327 million. Wow, what a return that is. That bands. What a return. Nice bit of buns. Yeah. Executives on the film tried to change the ending, uh, but Brad Pitt uh, dug his heels in and said, listen, mate, if we change this, I'm fucking off. Mm. Which is nice of Brad because it's a it's an it's an iconic ending, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Me, I read I read somewhere. I don't know if it's the same ending, but the original was just going to be a a cut to black, wasn't it? Mm. I think that's what they tested at first. Yeah, yeah. So do you like, have you ever seen uh, the Sopranos? A bit. Yeah. Well, that's how they finished the TV series. And it was like really controversial at the time when people were saying like it was just sat in a restaurant and it just went to black and then that was it. Mm. And I think I read somewhere that's what they're going to do with Seven. Yeah. But even before, the, like, is it the bit of Morgan Freeman has some little monologue at the end? It was mm. going to be none of that. I think. I think the the head turns up in the box, and then. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> if you haven't seen this film, there's something wrong with you. But. If you haven't seen it by now, yeah. I don't think you're going to watch it. When if you haven't seen it by now, your head needs to be in a box. When he's standing yeah. there with a the gun, I think the original ending was it was yeah. just going to fade to black and you had to decide what's he done. Did he shoot yeah, him yeah, or yeah. did he not? And I think... I don't I don't know which one I prefer. The more I think about it, I don't know. I'm not a fan of these cliffhangers. I like to... You don't, if I like to wrong. experience all the emotions during the film mm. but at the end are like a clean cut off. Just so I know where I stand yeah. and, you know, I can move on with my I life. I like clever cliffhangers where it makes you really think. Where you mm. have to work it out, what's happened? Yeah, but yeah, I think the the film like the ending is perfect. Like like, yeah. like I've just said, it's iconic, isn't it? Yeah. What's in the box? <laughs> Throw it away. Um, do you know it's like all like every one lot of trivia that's sort of I read all the trivia. Um, like a lot of it's a bit boring and quite shit. But one thing that I really found interesting is like it rains in every scene. Apart from the that. Apart doesn't rain at the end though, does it? Yeah. No, it doesn't I mean at the end? The that trivia was wrong. But every every other scene apart from the end it rains. Yeah, it's raining. Yeah. But is that to show like the misery yeah, of yeah, the city? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. how depressing it is. Because it is. That's the main thing. Yeah. It is set in this sort of horrible little... Yeah. Did they actually name what city it is? No, they don't. No. No, they don't name what it is. No. Mm. Yeah. It's just horrible, isn't it? The yeah. flat's horrible. Yeah. The police station's horrible. The library looks horrible. Did, Ev- did, everywhere. Did you dress up really well? Like everything is just... There's like there's loads of rubbish on the streets in there, and that, yeah. that bit where he, he's chasing down who they believe is a killer, mm. and like he's chasing down that alleyway, and there's just yeah. an abandoned bin truck yeah, ticking yeah, yeah. over, yeah. and it's all full of rubbish and trash, and like, the, like it's ankle deep in fucking yeah, yeah, shitty yeah. water, isn't it? Yeah. So they do like dress it to be yeah. so depressing, and the cinematography as well because it's dead like dark, dark and dirty, yeah. isn't yeah. it? Yeah, um, I think they use some sort of like technique on the film to make it look really like I read somewhere that. Um, David Fincher wanted it to be black and white. Really? But, but not black and white, where he wanted it to look black and white, like really dark, but yeah. still have colour in it. Well, all, most of the indoor scenes are really dark, aren't they? It's yeah. really well lit. Like when they find the, the first guy, the, the greed one. Yeah. I, I remember watching that for the first time. I was thinking, 
you'd build a light on, wouldn't you? If you were the cop walking in there, yeah, yeah, you wouldn't yeah, just walk yeah, around yeah, with those yeah. fucking torches. Yeah, yeah, you'd yeah, flick yeah. a light. You'd be like, where's, where's the switch, fellas? Oh, natural. <laughs> yeah. You walk into a dark room, you'd like, a, a switch there, you'd see any on. Yeah. But they're walking around, it's pitch black just with the torch. You know, wake up to have a yeah. snack in the middle of the night just yeah. with your phone torch, you know? And even when they, when they get to the killer's flat, like, they're all... They built up their own lights and stuff like that. I was thinking, surely he's got yeah. lights in the house. Like, just flick yeah. a fucking yeah, light yeah, yeah, yeah. on. You know what I mean? I, I, big light on whilst I do this investigation. Yeah, yeah. When you're talking about the gluttony scene, I've got another interesting fact about that. About, Go on. Um, obviously, the guy who's, who's playing the guy who's sort of deaf by, by food, mm. he's in like a prosthetic suit. And because... So they didn't just cast a fat guy? No, it's like prosthetics. Oh. He's massive. He's, 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 he can't... But it's America, there's... Yeah, 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 true. Just go down McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Fancy a partner film? <laughs> what do I got to do? Just sit there and let you eat a yeah. load of beans? Yes, sir. Thank you. So, because he felt sorry for the actor in this suit, he he, he got the um, this this the props guys to make him a big dick. No. Nice. So he's got the guy's got a massive dick. So next time I'm watching it, I'm going to be looking out for his penis. <laughs> it's hanging down off the side of the chair. Is there any contact details? <laughs> <laughs> Where this was me. He must have Just been sweating his bag. All yeah, those yeah tape. he said it was horrible. Literally yeah. sweating his fake bag off. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, love, love that. for me, the cinematography, I love the cinematography. It's probably my favourite thing in the film. Mm. Uh, but I love Brad Pitt. Like, I've, I've seen people like, slagging him off, but I think he's perfect in it. Mm. Do you know what? Yeah. I was going to say a bit of a disagreement with you I think he tries to make the character likeable but I don't like the character I think he's a bit of a dickhead no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, but whether yeah. if, is that the way he's trying to play him yeah, so yeah, yeah. has I he done he his is. job I think he is by making me hate him yeah. has Brad Pitt done his job yeah I think he is I think Morgan Freeman's a likeable one but even though Morgan Freeman's a dick to him you can see why yeah Cause, he's really deadpan and straight yeah. with him isn't he yeah. but like I say you see the way he acts like the bit the bit that got me when he's sitting in the car and he's waiting for... Like, Morgan Freeman's doing his best to try to work this out. He didn't want to work it out. He didn't want to fucking get involved in the yep. case. But he ends up... And then he's sitting in the car and he's like, fucking stupid fucking poetry, fucking... Did you call him a faggot? Yeah, so he's yeah, like, yeah, faggoty yeah. poetry. Yeah. And you're thinking, what the fuck has this guy's problem? Yeah, like, yeah, do yeah. your fucking job. And he just comes across a bit of an arse. Yeah. But yeah. He, he tries to be a bit of a people pleaser as well. But mm. I like the fact that he's sort of... Like he's really angry, but it's not it's not over the top, it's sort of like contained mm. and he just lets out these little spurts of it. Yeah. Because obviously the whole scene with him, he, he's the wrath, isn't he? he? Yeah. Clearly has got a bit of an anger problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's not like over the top, it's not it's just he just lets it out now and again in little spurts. Mm. But he just he comes across agitated all the time. Yeah. But I suppose he would be if you fucking pay for a foot like that. <laughs> yeah. rattles every time yeah. the train comes past. He was hundred percent gonna take that shot at the end, wasn't he? Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I don't. I don't know why there was so much hesitation in there. You like, yeah. he's definitely, he's definitely fucking blowing but him I, away. But if you ask me, what my favorite scene is, it's not, it's not that scene, but it's the build up to that scene in the car. Yeah, the music, the monologue, chatting yeah. away. Yeah. Mm. Well, obviously, up until that bit, you haven't seen Kevin Spacey, have you? No. You know that no. bit when he walked in, yeah, and yeah. I, I did have that moment because that, that's the whole point of that scene. It's that moment where you look at and you think. Fuck, that's Kevin Spacey, yeah, yeah. you know. And I had that moment watching it, you yeah, know, and yeah, I can yeah. still remember see, what like seeing it and thinking, yeah. that's really well yeah. done. Yeah. And like, so you read, I know you said you read most of the trivia, but they do really well to keep him out of all the promotion material. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. wasn't on any of the posters. Yeah. He wasn't listed as an actor in it until yeah. like say right at the end. He wasn't on the yeah. opening credits because he is in it slightly because he plays that photographer. He, yeah, he's a photographer. The photographer yeah, 
So when you watch it back now, you you can see, you do do look at it. I kicked myself the first time when you realised that, when it shows the photo. And then the next time you watch it, you look for it and you're like, how the fuck did I not spot that? How did I not spot that was in there? Yeah. Yeah. Because you can slightly, you do know. Yeah, you do see. And his voice, but his voice is really unique. Yeah. In it, you know. Yeah. But yeah. Fucking fantastic film. Um, Obviously, it's a film about the seven deadly sins. Yeah. Um, Can you guys name me any other films or TV shows where they're based on the seven deadly sins? Uh, Was there a game show? Don't know why that's coming to my head. No, no, no. No. I've got a couple here and it's going to shock you. Go on then. Because they're quite popular. You're going to say Friends or something? Friends. Friends is based on the seven deadly sins. Ross, Lust, Rachel, Greed, Monica, Pride, Joey, Gluttony, Chandler, Sloth, uh, Gunter, Envy, They're, the characters are friends. That is Phoebe, so, Phoebe's wrath. So thin. Phoebe's wrath. <laughs> the thinnest theory I've ever heard yeah, in my life. I'm, I'm not buying that. He says this is like factual stuff. Nah. He says, he says. You can nah. see though, all those things I've said, like Ross, is, Ross, how many times has Ross been married? Yeah, but I think you wanted to yeah, apply that. Yeah. You're seeing that, something that isn't that's just no, complete no, coincidence. No, Coincidences no, do no. happen. I think if you look hard enough. Well, what's the next one? What's the next one? Fucking happy days. Yeah. No. Sorry. <laughs> the Fonz Pride. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Then we go for him. Get, go for him. Gustus Glooper's Greed, then, yeah? Uh, no, Gluttony. Like, Gluttony, yeah, sorry. Um, Violet's Greed. Greed, yeah. Um, Pride is the, the one with the chewing gum. Mm. Uh, Mike TV Sloth, because he just watches TV all day. You thought the his grandpa would be Sloth, because they were all four of them yeah, in that yeah, fucking yeah. bed, weren't they, yeah. at the beginning? So who's Sloth out of Friends again? Uh, Chandler. Chandler, why? Because he he just comes across that lazy, like he like he's. I know I'm not saying people smoke a lazy, but he's just, like surely Joey's see, as lost. A, as, a, as a massive, massive, massive Friends fan, you've seen each episode probably ten times over, and I guarantee I'd beat most people in a Friends quiz. Yeah, I just can't see it. Okay, no, I, I think that's just. No. That's I think you're for, some so. of them apply, but I think. They're forcing the rest on just to make it yeah. like you that. get like these theory videos, yeah. like my theories. Are, yeah, that's definitely that's definitely yeah. someone just picked that out. Charlie and Chocolate Factory, though. Mm. Willy Wonka's wrath. Charlie's lost because he's lusting after the ticket. What mm. we're quoting what Kevin Spacey says in Seven: We see a deadly sin on every street corner every day, and we do nothing. We yeah. just tolerate it. And I think that's what they've done. They've just looped at everything and said. Is there a deadly sin in everything? And they've just picked something. You could probably watch anything back. You could yeah. probably watch Sesame Street and say, you know what, Big Bird, he's looking a bit yeah, <laughs> lusty there. Yeah. Always yeah, after seeds. I, <laughs> I, yeah. I agree with you. Like, the count. Like, like, like Grandpa, he, he, like, I, I'd think like, oh, he's sloth because yeah. he, he, just, he just lies in bed all the time. I just can't see Chandler as sloth. He's got a nine to five job. What about the other Z? What about Monica's pride? To an extent, yeah. So she's a clean freak. She wants to be the she's best a clean yeah, freak. Okay. Rachel Greed. She's always spending money. Always shopping. But that's not greedy, is it? She's spending all, money. Yeah, she always wants things. She always wants everything. Yeah, but she didn't she cut her cards up because she was sick of living off her dad and she went out to earn that's her own money. Episode. Yeah, but then she went back to being <laughs> greedy. Like she was always, she was always yeah, but shopping. Yeah, she's only shitting herself. You can be greedy when you do Chandler's yourself. Chandler's not sloth. Okay, carry on. Yeah, but Ross, lust. How many relationships has he had? How many relationships yeah, Joey sure and, he's, and he's always lusted after women. Yeah, if anything, it's Joey's lust because yeah. Joey's one night stands. No, but yeah. gluttony. Ross, Joey, how many women does he talk Ross about? Ross falls in love. Yeah, but Joey's more gluttony because it's always eating. Always True. eating. 
Yeah, but again, that's what I'm saying. So you're just looking for things there. Yeah. I'm not buying it. What's Phoebe? Rough. She's a bit of a hothead, isn't she? For a hippie, she's a hothead. See? Nah. 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 I can see some of them in full. No, they're, they're all. They're all. Moving they're all, on. Yeah. Moving on. I think we can get seven of us mates and apply one to every one. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know. Yeah, definitely. I'd be. Um... The way you smashed that cake earlier, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> that could be, re- that could be re- <laughs> greed, lust, or anything like that. The way I was eating it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Carry so, on. so, yeah, that, that was it, really. I wanted to end on that. See if yeah. you guys could think of anything. Uh, no, no, um, but no. So, have you watched Seven? Yeah. What do you think about it? I watched it probably when I was about um, eleven. Hmm. Uh, I think I watched it when I was a bit younger. My brother's watching it. Yeah. It's you know not my kind of film because uh, I've said before my mood is affected massively by what I watch. Yeah, I prefer films that are a bit more happier. Yeah. So it's the kind of film I'd watch once and not again. It, it's one yeah. of those things. Like you know, even Heat. Like it's not something I'd watch again because mm. it's a bit gloomy, it's a bit dark. It's, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's not. Mm. Yeah. Whereas cheesy happy films I can watch again and again and again. You just, you just can't wait till we have like a day of chick flicks, can you? <laughs> what what, what, what year own. was the best? What year was the best year for chick flicks? We'll just skip to that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so um, that's the three movies. Yeah. Uh, with the vote, um, Rob's face win. Congratulations. Thank you, guys. Um, mm. We're not keeping count though. No. Um, so let's move on to very quickly without going into too deep uh, about the films just some honourable mentions films that you like yes I've got uh, a list from 95 that may not be the most popular high grossing etc but just you like them well let's we'll do the usual we'll tick through what we've all seen yeah and then we'll just go through so straight away The Quick and the Dead no no. you've never seen well we'll talk about that one because that's great uh, Bad Boys yeah Crimson Tide yeah great film Dad with a Vengeance obviously yeah. Braveheart yeah what a film because we were at the same school as we've mentioned yeah. in history you were always made to watch Braveheart, <laughs> Braveheart yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Apollo 13 yeah all seen Judge Dredd yeah. the Stallone version obviously oh, classic terrible yeah it is terrible it's watchable First Night yeah, no Under Siege 2 yeah. yeah Waterworld no yeah Mortal Kombat Yes. Yeah. Cheesy. yeah. I've been watching that just for the cheese. They've done a remake, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't wait for that. The Usual Suspects. Yeah. Kevin Smith. Brilliant film, that is. You want to... Uh, Absolutely brilliant. Did he win an Oscar for that? I think he did, yeah. Best Supporting Actor. Because he did... Um, I'm, I'm going to keep myself here, but he did that film as well mm. as, obviously, Seven. And Brad Pitt did another film as well as Seven that year, and he won an Oscar for that, but I can't think what it was. 12 Monkeys. Yeah, uh, that's it. Well, that's on this list. 12 Monkeys. Yeah. Uh, seven, obviously, Goldeneye. Yes, that's in Casino. Horse in Casino, sure. What a film. No, Rob. What a Wow, movie. Rob. Toy Story. Yeah. Heat. Yeah. Jumanji. Yeah. And then oh, Toy Monkey. There's loads. Quick and the Dead, going back to that I, one. I think, like, reading that list out, because obviously, you do these long lists, don't you? Uh, and usually, uh, when you go through these lists, there is a quite a few no's for me. It's going to be where that. There was, there was only the odd no. Yeah. There's only a couple of no's in that yeah. one. That's saying the Quick and the Dead is the yeah. only one. I think you both said no one. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a Western. Again, the cast list in it. I think uh, Gene Hackman's in it. Sharon Stone, Leonardo DiCaprio, Russell Crowe, and then like loads of other like other faces. It's it's, it's a film yeah. based based in the town. Uh, Gene Hackman's a sheriff in it, and he runs a, a shooting competition every year. Uh, just a quick draw competition, live bullets. Russell Crowe is. Is Gene Hackman Wolverine or Black <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Russell Crowe is a convict I'm, in it. I'm not even joking. <laughs> Which one's Gene No, Gene much? Hackman is not Wolverine. He's not like, was That's it Hugh Jackman. Yeah. We've been it, through this. Was it Lex Luthor? Yes. Yeah. Gene Hackman was yeah. Lex Luthor. He's also in Crimson Tide that year. Yeah. It's a great film. 
But yeah, get that watch. That's a good if you like westerns. Well, confuse it more if 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 they've made a remake or a new X Men and they had an old guy playing Wolverine. <laughs> you know what I mean? It blew his mind, <laughs> wouldn't he? He'd be like, "And yours, right? And yours, right? All this time." The secret's finally out. Well, the ones you say no to, Rob. Oh, casino. You want if you don't like heat, you won't like casino. Because no, again, like casino. If you don't like casino. Yeah, you don't like films. Honestly, you know, all these like gangster films, I'm not, I'm not really, I'm not really into it. I don't, I like mm. Goodfellas, but I think that's, that's, that's about Casino about the birth of Vegas and yeah. like say up and coming yeah. gangster yeah. things. And it's, it's really Joe Pesci's brilliant in it again because yeah. he always is. Robert De Niro's good in it. Very quickly, Casino. What's one of your best scenes? Do you know, one that I couldn't watch when I was young. I felt really, really bad watching the scene where they beat Joe Pesci to death yeah. with a baseball yeah. bat. But yeah. then again, because minus of, the end, as that's... I've as I've grown up. Because again, you realise what a little fucker he is in it. Yeah, and he deserves what he gets. And you think, you know what, fair play. But I didn't get the time when I was watching it originally when I was younger. I was like, it was a bit hard to watch, but now you're just like, Hmm. yeah. But there's some great bits in it. Yeah, one of my best scenes is the desert scene when they go meet up when they're not falling out. Yeah. and they're both there in the heat, but they've got these smart-ass fucking suits on. Suits, yeah. The amazing cars, like, how far they have to go just to have a conversation. Well, I always find that in films, especially when, and especially because I've been to Vegas in that as well. You watch some films and the people walk around in suits. There's no way. There's You'd be no way. You'd be you know, dead. Yeah, it's dead. You know, yeah. just, the... do, just to be aesthetically pleasing, don't they? Yeah. I don't know, because I watch a lot of films and they're like, like set in California and all that, and they're, mm. they're wearing like jumpers and stuff. I'd be sweating my bag off. I'd yeah. have sweat rings all the way down. Yeah. Me I wonder if you adapt to Through like, nine layers. I don't think you can. I just think yeah. it wouldn't look good to have wise guys walking around in shorts yeah. and tropical shirts. Slide. <laughs> get your sliders yeah, on fit, fresh from the pool because they're just a normal yeah. guy because yeah. one of the things that lets people know who you are especially them days was the way you dress yeah. what you drive nowadays you go to Vegas everyone's in fucking nice cars yeah. but them days when you were in them kind of cars yeah. they knew that you were part of yeah, yeah. you the mob whatever you the mob um, another favourite scene is when they've got that idiot in the cowboy hat who put his, puts his feet on the table <laughs> and they, they kick him out. I love that scene. They use his head to open the door. <laughs> yeah. The bar at the door that you push. Oh, I have seen this use film. His head to I, have, I have seen this film. Yeah. I have seen it. Um, but this, this is one of the first years, by the way, I didn't have a look at any Oscar winners and stuff like that. But it's yeah. only because when I was going through the list, I can remember like, didn't Braveheart just smash everything in Apollo 13? There wasn't, yeah. there wasn't really many surprises this year. Yeah. Braveheart, Braveheart was... Everybody watched Braveheart. Best director. Yeah. Best thing. But I think the only reason I didn't look is because the three films we were discussing, uh, Heat, Die Hard and Seven, I wonder, didn't I wonder, I wonder, Seven was the only one that had a nomination. Yeah. Had a nomination for... I wonder how Braveheart would have done if you put that, that on the list. Because everybody watched Braveheart. Everyone's seen it, didn't yeah. yeah. That was one of those films. Really, really inaccurate. Yeah. Yeah. Everything that happened in it. But. Yeah, did you have a little crack at the end? No. I, was I have a little cry with a lot of films, so <laughs> don't take a lot. Yeah. A little cry wonk. It's <laughs> <laughs> the end of Toy Story. Um, yeah, Braveheart, Braveheart was one of those films I say it's probably iconic for that year. A couple it? of films yeah. that you've uh, you're not mentioned. Why well, we've well, we shown Braveheart in history? I don't know, you know, because like say it's, because he's it's, about history. Yeah, it's not. The only thing, the only correct is there was someone called William, William Wallace. Wallace. That's yeah. why. They may take our lives. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't <I'm>, happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure like Scottish history wasn't like part of the curriculum. No, I think I just think it's a lead of our Scottish neighbours. You know, it was one of them. You like joined onto us at the end. There the was day. nothing else to do in the day, so they just wheeled in the TV yeah. and stuck brave on. Wheeled in the TV, you knew you were in for a bit of a. Well, yeah, a couple of films that you've not mentioned, which I just personally like. They might not be famous. Like I've missed out loads. I really get shorty. I just used to like I used to like watching that. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't stay up for it. Yeah, you wouldn't stay up for it, but I just used to like yeah. watch it. Um, a money Train. 
Yeah, classic. Yeah. Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Woody Trained. Seen it? I don't think you have. Is Woody Harrelson as well? Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson, yeah, yeah. And finally, um, Sudden Death. I used right. to love watching Jean-Claude Van Damme films. So, remember Double Impact? Yeah. 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 So every, for people who have been listening to every episode, I always have on my list either a Steven Seagal and Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. But this time I've only put uh, Under Siege 2 on yeah. there. And then my other cheesy one was Stallone, because this is getting to me on his Stallone kind of yeah. era. But yeah. I did see that Van Damme and I was like, shall I put Sudden Death down? Yeah. But I thought, you know what, probably would I if I was yeah. being yeah. really cynical. That wasn't isn't one of his films I'd yeah. stay up for, but... It's, it's, it's always again if you like cheesy action it's always worth a watch yeah I can't remember Sudden Death but I definitely have watched it because when I was growing up I definitely watched every single Van Damme film yeah it was yeah. amazing yeah. Yeah. yeah and a lot of them a lot of them are the same aren't they but it's just Van Damme I must have watched so that cool. so many times growing up <laughs> amazing yeah. well, ahead of its time wasn't it ahead of its time wasn't it having two of them wasn't yeah. it that was yeah, like, yeah yeah yeah, mm. yeah. That was just a few films that you had mentioned. Which yeah. uh, there, was, there, was there was loads, loads more. Which you, loads. loads. Like, say, Shout, 1995 is... Yeah. Shout again. out to La Haine, which is a great French film from 1995, yeah. which yeah. hopefully I'll get you guys to watch. Uh, please don't. <laughs> I, I, think, I think you'll like it. I think you'll like it. Anything else? Uh, yeah, thanks, guys. Um, if you can give us a, a like or a follow on Podfellas Pod, that's on all social media. That's at Podfellas Pod. Um, we are available on most sort of podcasting sort of apps. Um, and Amazon Music now. Yeah. It's quite yeah. nice, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, we're moving up in the world. Yes, yes. I will say, just only because I come last this time, just yeah. think before you, you tweet. Think before you vote. You know, don't just vote with your heart. Have a think. People are, no, no. brilliant. Yeah. Clocky, like, people are busy these days. People haven't got three hours to watch Heat. No, they have. You're stuck inside in a pandemic. This is when you've got three hours to watch Heat. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're watching, if you get a text from Rob saying vote for this film, just ignore it. Yeah. I said, make your minds up. Yeah. He's not he's not really your friend. Yeah, he's not really your friend. Just trying to influence. But yeah, you. guys, thanks for listening and hopefully there won't be such a big gap because uh, it looks like lockdown's coming to an end. We can finally see yeah. Light at the end of the tunnel, I think this time. Even yeah. I didn't believe any of the previous times, even this time I do believe that. We'll have to do an episode at Casimir Garden. Mm. That'd be amazing. That would be amazing. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I'm happy we should do a video one at Casimir Garden while we're eating. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you mean, like the sounds of eating, don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the ASMR on the go. Full of food lovers. Hear me crunch a papa dum. Yeah, anyway, guys, tune in next time. Thanks for listening. Okay.